What is up, Guardians? This is a show we call Cosmodrome Radio. Uh, <laughs> my brain farted and came back so fast. Um, <laughs> broadcasting. We, it. we have time. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, broadcasting all the way from here to, uh, let's say we're going all the way. Cosmodrome. To, we're on the Cosmodrome, you dingbat. <laughs> we're broadcasting from the Cosmodrome to the Cosmodrome this week. What makes sense? Oryx's mouth. Yeah, to Oryx's mouth because apparent because apparently Tola has a fetish with 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 Oryx. Um, hey man, he looks pretty good. Man, like legitimately, like we're 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 midway through the freaking raid. Man, man goes, I want him to step on me. I'm like, yo, what? I want I want I wanted him to slam his fist on me. There is a difference. Well, and the, the, the and, thing and is, it happened. Well, the thing like, well, there was a spe- later. Well, there was a specific time. I think it was like not last week, but like two weeks ago, where we did a run, and quite literally, Toll jumped up on the plate as Oryx was slamming on it, and, to- and Toll's whole body just like slingshotted towards Saturn, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so I think that's where his trauma is coming from at this point. Neil just- deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> that was my like, body. Like just flat out traumatic Destiny trauma. Destiny has some of the best ragdoll physics next to Halo. Yes, um, but no, this, this is Console Joe Radio, where a bunch of dorks talk about Destiny 2 and all the great things involved with it. Um, you can uh, check out the podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible, all those great places. And you can follow us on Twitter, and you can follow all three of us on TikTok. Uh, you can check that on my host page on CosmoJoeRadio.com, where all that good stuff is. My name is Panda the Paladin. To my left, we have apparently the one who wants Oryx to slam him for some reason. Um, Tollinator, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. <laughs> I don't know my shapes. I don't know my colors. I don't know my rights and lefts. <laughs> and I don't know how to count. We're going places, people. We're going places. This, this is what happens when like his favorite exotic gets nerfed and he rates too much all in one week and he's just traumatized. Um, it's just, and then you read all the salt grandpa tweets, and it's just, uh, and then this is awkward because, uh, like, this is really awkward because I have two they them hunters in my in my podcast tonight, so I don't know like how to do this intro. Um, really? yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is very this is very interesting. Um, I, I guess we'll just rock it out with uh the the, the, the they them hunter I raid with more uh prismatic how you doing? Pretty good, all uh, all things considered. From the stuff from yesterday, which was just one of my dogs passed away, but I'm doing okay. He was going to be twelve, you know. It it was just kind of out of nowhere, but I'm doing okay. I my boss told me to stay home today and eat ice cream, so that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, that's totally valid. But, but, oh, yeah. but then we we have our guest, our other they uh, awesome they them. Um, we have Falcon fifty two hundred. How you doing, man? I'm super excited to be here. It's really cool that sh- all of you invited me to be here. I know, like, are we the weirdos you thought we would be? <laughs> no, I honestly, I think I laughed when you did your intro because, um, I always laugh at the start of your podcasts because the intros never always go the quite the way I, you want them to go, and they always make me laugh. <laughs> For so, it's a good start. Yeah, so it's really good. 
Okay. And what's crazy is like you were one of the inspirations to start the podcast because like your humor on TikTok for like first stuff is just constantly on point. And it's just the, like legitimately you you talked to the other day where you where you like said when I, when, when, like when a stasis hunter sees a ledge, I'm like, that's the funniest <laughs> shit. Like it's so perfect because you know like sk- skater hunters love that crap. Yeah. So it was just on point. <laughs> Thank you. And that's knowing really nice. like, two skate hunters that do that, it's just yep. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, if you yeah. want to shout out your socials that way people can follow you, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, you can I mainly post on TikTok, Falcon Five Two Hundred. Um <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram, the same Falcon Five Two Hundred. Um I have a Twitch account, but I don't stream regularly. But okay. if you want yeah. to come check out anything, TikTok's where I'm mainly at. Oh yeah, love that fam. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, then from there, we're we're gonna dive straight into it because, like, as everyone knows, the 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 Destiny community has just been on fire this past week. Like, it started la- like like the towards the tail end of last week, and it just got progressively worse. We went from on fire to <laughs> then having fire. a fire exotic be set on fire, and then just I... and then just like then then Crucible was a mess, and and then the Twab came out, and everything's just a fucking. So we're gonna Iron about Banner that. was I. Can I briefly touch on the? So I briefly want to touch on Iron Banner, like the last little bit I got to play. You talked about Iron Banner on the podcast. Yeah, but I, the last podcast, but I didn't play a lot before then. I got to play a lot more during the weekend. Okay, sure. And I just want to say I changed my opinion. I'm changing my opinions on God. Eruption, and I'm actually I was actually starting to enjoy it the more I played it. So I am no See, longer like, the dissenting voice. <laughs> Yeah, like so I loved it. No, I'm. I will say that I was wrong about eruption, and it was actually very fun. <laughs> also, yeah, it was a freaking blast. So, yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Um, but you know, so what? What are we talking about about the Destiny community setting on fire? For those who don't know, um, because there are some casuals that, that that have no idea what the hell is going on. So, um, Salter Greppo, um, three time world's first racer for the ra- the, the raids world's first. Um, him and his team. Won the Vault of Glass reprised of World's First. They won Battle of the Disciple, and they won King's Fall reprised recently. He came out on Twitter and made a giant thread talking about why uh, like, he felt that Divinity needed a nerf. And how do I say that? This was the wrong way to go about this. And... I don't want to start this off with like condemning Zelda Grepo. I think that everyone's entitled to their opinion and should be have a platform to voice their opinion. But I think he really didn't look at the optics of his position as not only as a content creator who goes out of his way to pl- uh, put out content of him one manning or two manning different raid encounters, but for him then to say, like to like, as a three time world's first raider to then say the best exotic to help people in raid content needs a nerf was super out of pocket. Like, granted, Dado's gotten shit on so many freaking times, like, as a content creator for voicing it, like, dissenting opinions. But to say this from on high as, like, 0.00001% of Destiny players on the, the upper echelons was very crazy. And I, I, we are never going to condemn the hate fire this man's got. Like, that was horrible. You should never just, like, assault someone with this much freaking hate over a freaking Twitter post. 
the Destiny community really showed their true colors this weekend once again yeah. by just going after him. But like, I, I feel like this this definitely warrants discussion because Divinity as a exotic is something that not only creates a giant critical hit bubble for your team to damage opponents, but also is a, a tri- has intrinsic overload for overload champions and uh, applies a 30% debuff to any targeted hits, meaning that you have 30% more damage that you can apply to it, to, to that target. So what basically Salto Grebo is saying is that this needs a nerf because it makes all content too easy. And he even says things like even reducing the bag size wouldn't really matter because hunters can dodge and get their stuff back. You can reload it. You can get ammo from anywhere because the ammo economy is a freaking mess. So from that aspect, it wasn't really something that you could fix. But I'm trying to think of like how to really approach this because it really wasn't something that needed to really be said because Bungie already designs their raids with Divinity in mind. But also you have things like Warpriest where sometimes you can't even hit Warpriest with Divinity. <laughs> He'd be getting his steps in. Yeah, he'd be getting his steps in. But <laughs> the distinguished gentleman gets his steps in. He really does. Sure <laughs> and it's just, I, I think it also the biggest piece of this that I want to like, uh, like drill home before, like before everyone starts throwing their two cents in, is that I'm very much in the middle of this where I see that Saltagrepo and high level players are looking for more of a challenge to the point they're doing things like one man, two man raids and stuff like that, but. It's not like while it is Bungie's job to give you challenging content, it's not Bungie's job to give you challenging content the next day after they give you challenging content. Would would it make sense if Bungie put challenge mode on all the time rather than a master? Because to to, to be completely frank, um, day one contest mode is more challenging than a master raid. Yeah, but at the same time, that would lessen the impact of contest mode for day one raiders that would give you too much insight into how it works so i think it's a really sticky situation and also i think people who come at content creators throats because i don't see myself as a content creator yet when it comes to this because we're still new with this but when it comes to like attacking streamers and whatnot and saying that oh you don't understand i have a nine to five divinity helps me get through content stop hating on people who raid during the weekends and only have time to, because we're casual players. I don't think that's what they're doing. I think they're just looking for Bungie to hand them like a grandmaster raid or something like that to put like, and, and, and to make challenge harder. That way divinity isn't the end all be all. So it's like, I, I see where you're trying to hit, but also like they're not actively attacking you for being a casual. So like before I throw more into it, I want to I want to sort of like like get feedback from from the squad here. Like, <laughs> I I know I'm kind of like all over the place. <laughs> I was like, if I can get the guess, why don't you throw your couple cents? Yeah, so uh, I think when uh, just like you said, when someone has a big platform, they have to think about the words they're using more carefully and how they affect people in their own community. Um, I think nerfing the divinity would create a huge lack of accessibility for a lot of people who it's 
the problem isn't that divinity is super overpowered. The problem is that it it's in like this vacuum since it's the only weapon that creates debuffs. So nerfing it wouldn't really solve anything and it would take away a lot of things from people who actually need it. And like you said, like some people like don't have the time to grind for like their loadouts that just stack out huge numbers and not everybody has the ability to hot swap and quick swap between all their weapons. So I I don't think I think like you said I don't think it was the Destiny community can never handle uh criticism um very well. Um it always becomes a huge dumpster fire of people just arguing. There's never a whole lot of discussion about um why things might be nerfed or buffed or why people feel the way they do. Um so that's always frustrating and it feels like you're just shouting into the void sometimes when you're talking about these conversations with people. But I think overall the div the divinity conversation just there doesn't need to be a nerf. And it just isn't something that needed to be talked about. So that's what I think. <laughs> okay. okay. Toll, Chris, how y'all feeling? I'm looking up the tweet real quick, real, real quick, real quick to see what he actually said because I'm not on Twitter all that often. So, Toll, if you have your two cents and you would like to throw, oh, in. I'm gonna go to the age-old argument of PC versus controller really quick. Ooh, because, ooh okay, okay. Because it's two playing on controller versus PC is two very different games. People have talked about this to death. It's using your whole arm versus your thumb to aim. And at the end of the day, Div gives people on console that extra bonus to make sure they hit the crit shot. Because trying to hit a crit shot with just what without a Div bubble on a very, like War Priest, for example, it is so hard. Mm -hmm. It is so unbelievably hard to hit a headshot on that man. And it's just Div gives you that extra room, the extra budget room to play around. Maybe they could decrease the bubble just a little bit, and that'll make people happy. But it's like the crit—not even the debuff. The crit bubble is one of the biggest parts of that weapon mm -hmm. because it helps people get the extra damage and helps people hit their shots easier. See, Especially on controller. Honestly, my my biggest thing about it is if if we need to look into an idea of a of a divinity nerf. It needs to be the debuff that goes because let's keep it a buck fifty for everybody in the room. Because we're all Sherpas, we know how it goes when it comes to leading people through content. There are some guardians who can't hit the broad the broadside of a barn. Like, <laughs> you're, like you, you, like you, like I, like case in point, we did we did a, a garden of salvation div run last week, and uh, we uh, told uh, people to shoot at the bosses, the sanctified mind's feet. Because when he goes from the air, where his chest piece is, the div bubble just stays where it was while he lifts it to the air, uh -huh. even if you keep hitting him with the divinity. So the crit bubble is under his feet. Or even when we do deep stone runs, the crit bubble spawns under Tanix's jet, under his, under his butt. So <laughs> you have to shoot him under his butt to get the damage output. But there's some guardians that, that don't fully understand what you mean. Even when they've seen Divinity like 5,000 times, they will still shoot Tanix or shoot Sanctified Mind and, and lessen your damage output. And that's not to say, oh, people need to get good. It's just some people don't grasp the situation. 
and some people are newer players. So the idea of eliminating that option is kind of not really effective. And I'll even throw the, the other argument into it. We're only seeing high damage numbers from uh, Divinity right now because of the Lanier strat. And like, because Lanier's have, ever since the buff they got, have become the most optimal way to do DPS in Destiny 2. But beforehand, you had things like Izanagi's Burn that did the most damage. You had Xenophage that did the most damage. You had Slug Shotguns and Grenade Launchers in Divinity. Like, there were different strats for different situations that were doing the most damage. So. You, there's no way to really say Divinity is the end-all be-all because you can run most raids without it. And I, I, I will say this on behalf of the content creators because I'm playing Devil's Advocate. The argument of, well, don't you just don't have to use it then, forehead? Like, that, that's, that's a dumb argument. Because while, yes, in like just a normal raid, they can choose not to use Divinity, especially now that people figured out you could uh, lament Oryx. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a fun time. Um, like, uh -huh. there's different strats you can do, but at the same time, I think it's really dumb to say, "Oh, just don't use it for him," because if they're chasing for a world's first completion, they're going to be using every yeah, strat in the toolbox. Right, you're using everything to get that win. So, like, even if Salt and Grandpa and other high high, high level uh, content creators and racers see this as a like a too easy of a thing. That is like that's just their opinion. They don't and like what, five percent of the player base. If that, and if like that, they, yeah. they 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 even came out and said there. like they wouldn't even be that bothered by it if they didn't get nerfed. Now, the if they wanted to nerf divinity, they would have to change flint. I was talking to one of my friends about this. They would have to change flinch in PVE. Entirely. That's another thing you just pointed out. One of the greatest things too, flinch. There are some people, when it comes to shooting a Divinity crit bubble, if they get hit by an ad or get hit by a boss like Warpriest <laughs> or whatever... Your aim is going all over the place. Yeah, no, like, that's the other factor, too. It's it's use factor. Not only is it aiming factor, it's getting hit by an ad. And in high-level content, like a Grandmaster or even contest mode, a well is or a Master uh, raid, like when, uh, first, when Bog first came out, a well or a bubble ain't gonna save you, partner. You you gonna get iced. And I I hate people who were in my con comments in the past couple weeks who are saying that like oh grandmaster content and master content and contest mode aren't hard. Um, bro, you man, haven't played the corrupted strike on grandmaster. And <laughs> they done that. Right, like, like, oh, boy, let me tell you how fun like corrupted that is. proving grounds glass way. And this is these grandmasters. When they first came out, like Lightblade recently, Light, when well, Lightblade, Lightblade on Master was oh hard. God. I'm not like, ready for Grandmaster. Yet. Like, 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 because let's be real, not everyone can be freaking esoteric and one in one man oh everything God. in the game. Like, we're not all esoteric. Like, an esoteric knows not everyone is esoteric. And if people don't know what esoteric is, he is somebody. He's a content creator who goes out of his way to solo content and video games. So, like, that's what people need to understand. <laughs> May I may I put my foot in the door Wait. here? Go for it. Okay, so reading through his original post, the very last part of the comment that he made was, since so many people keep saying this, no, difficulty isn't the point. I don't think it's needed, but if that's what it takes, let's reduce bosses' HPs to make up for the nerf so that casuals wouldn't be affected. The whole point is that Div shouldn't be both the best and the easiest option. 
And he even says about how, like, in day one, day one contest raids, they would be more interesting without it because teams would be able to risk not using Divinity to try to get a, a higher DPS output. And then he mentions something about it giving... Like, it, it does the crit bubble, but it gives a 0% debuff, so it's literally just making the crit spot bigger. Um, I... Yeah. I don't I don't understand the whole idea of nerfing it per se because it does give like when you're running brand new new lights and new guardians and people who have just come back from the game who don't have, you know, their sea legs like the rest of us do. Um when you're running those people through new raids, divinity's nice because it it to in my opinion makes it so that they can still help out with DPS even if they can't hit their shots or they're not used to the recoil or you know talking about the flinch factor like you guys mentioned it makes taking new lights through content in my opinion that being said before divinity was here you know we had the issue with before there was infinite ammo you had to hit your shots and somebody uh, mentioned you know whisper of the worm and how that has become essentially irrelevant because it doesn't get the extra stuff from divinity so you know i mean i know salt grappa has been around too but before divinity you had to hit your shots because ammo was non-existent we don't have ammo since and they're even talking he mentions about how like oh hunters can just you know they can just uh dodge and get their shit back yeah, or you can also put on an extended mag, and also drop mag's not really a, a, a thing you can get on your roll anymore, which makes it so your <laughs> your depletable ammo is even less now. So I don't get the nerf. We've, we've gone through the dark ages of the game before <laughs> Divinity. Now we have this thing where, yes, we would like you to hit your shots, but let's make it a little bit easier. Plus... If you're gonna spend the hours in Garden getting the fucking gun, you should get to actually enjoy the fucking gun. Like those of us right. that grinded for Anarchy and are just barely became relevant again. <laughs> or, you know, people, yeah. <laughs> you know, if they took Divinity, maybe Whisper of the Worm would make a comeback, but then you have a whole part of the player base who has no idea where the gun came from, never had to do that mission. Like, it's only available in the kiosk now. They have, like, no reference from what the lore is or how hard it was originally. They didn't have to sit on IO for hours and just wait for the one taken fucking enemy uh, to show up. to be like, kill him! Kill him! <laughs> and, like, yeah. So it's just, I'm, I'm very worried about, like, the idea behind this. And honestly, I, I might even reach out to Sultan Grabo and be like, hey, do you want to come on the show and, and, like, speak on it? Because... He's sort of becoming the villain of the Destiny community now because the fact of with the Lordly nerf, which we will get to now, he's out here like now I want to like the like the 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 hundred resilience resistance to to be nerfed. I want Wells to be nerfed. I'm like, bro, this ain't the play. I, like, no. <laughs> I don't see him as a villain though. Like, if he already had people coming for his throat over this divinity comment like he's just stoking the flames which you know more power to him whatever he wants to do if he wants to get the the vile and the vitriol from the community because no matter how much we say like be good people like people aren't always going to listen to it if if that's what he wants to do more power to him i am too much of a soft pushover to do that <laughs> i don't see him as a villain though i still see him as part of the community like Almost, what I mean by villain is he's like he's like trying to make himself the hero of the story, like the villain of the story, where like people see him as the bad guy, so he's trolling and being that person. Oh. He doesn't have to do anything. He can literally just like 
like like say when he said the end of his thing, like say, hey, these are my opinions. But now that he's like seeing people come for him, he's trying to like be the villain. So yeah, no, I might reach out because like honestly, I've always enjoyed his content. I think especially recently with his like Titan content, I've been more like enjoying it. So it'd be really cool to get his actual perspective and not just a trolling situation and get where he was coming from as a high level player and sort of get that like actual feedback because Twitter isn't always the best place to voice your opinion on that. And you even noticed once he put that out there into the ether, there were creators like fallout and data who were able to like digest it and then put it out after them. So we're, and we're even sitting here now having digested it for about a week now and are kind of like, um, so that was something. <laughs> I wonder, part of me wonders if part of the community is so up in arms about it because they're worried that Bungie is listening because he is a three-peat winner of a world's first day one raid. Like, That's also something. I wonder if they're yeah. worried. We've recently seen with Apex a lot of the pros asking for stuff and getting it, and so a lot of people are worried that the same thing is happening in their games. Here's my yeah. counter to that. Here's my counter to that, because uh, different content creators have said the same thing in response to that. I will echo it. Content creators didn't ask for aerial effectiveness to, to occur. Right. They, they vehemently said they didn't want this. Uh, content creators have said several different things recently and saying, hey, we want things to change. They said they wanted SBMM to never be come back to the game. They never wanted skill-based matchmaking to ever come back. And look what happened. It came back. Like they they wanted certain things to 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 be a thing, and now they're getting the opposite of what they wanted. So I I don't think I think I think Bungie's a little different. Like the, there are situations like with Lorley, which we'll get to, where they have like a mass quantity of like PvP sweats that are annoyed, who probably cause their response. But like I don't think I think content creators like while have a voice to like say something. I don't think Bungie's gonna actively like make a call based off of off of one person. Like there was there was like Bungie devs who were joking with Alta Greppo about it and like Paul Tassi about it, but I don't think they're actually gonna make something happen no, like that. I don't think anything will ever happen. That was actually I thought it was like something Bungie had put out. I was really confused when it happened because it just came out of nowhere. I was like, but then I realized it was just a community rant kind of thing. So I'm glad it's not happening. Well, and I and I just so you I just know. Mean, it from the standpoint of like there i know there are people that have no idea what the hell the twab is i know because i used to be one of those people up until a couple of weeks ago i had no idea what what it was where people were getting their information from you would think with as much time as i have you know sunk into this game i would know and so (laughs) i just think it's because like if for the people that do read the twab for the people that pay attention to the community everybody knows like that a team one that whoever won the most recent day one raid race, that they're three-time winners. They're going to know if they know, learn the names, they're going to know who he is and that he, you know, does have this big presence. Maybe not as big as some other people, but like, I think it's people might be worried about the clout, not the clout, the, Oh God, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, that one influence that he has. Plus he didn't exactly explain all of his stance in one post because Twitter has a character limit and people don't read. No, they don't click on the Twitter. They don't click on the, like, to drop down to the comments and see that they extended. So there's a good chance that a lot of people just, like, like scanned it and saw Nerf Divinity and just, you know, grabbed their pitchfork. Yeah, yeah, honestly. 
And that's kind of what's happened with, with our next topic. So, like, we'll come back to this, like, as time goes on. And I, I'm, I'm probably going to reach out to something Greco because, like, yeah, we're small, but I feel like having an influence and being able to give him the floor to speak on this, like, would, like might be something worth trying. So, like, yeah, if you hear this all, like, like we would love to have you, like, honestly. Please. Not only to get I want to hear influence. your opinion on this. I really want to open up the debate floor. Right. No hate. So, like, no nothing. Oh, not straight at all. Debate. Yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, like, like, like we will, like, like we might have an dissenting opinion and want to like get your opinion on the dissenting opinion, but we'll never just like attack you. Like, screw no. that. No, we're we're we're, guard, we're all guardians. We're here to have a good time. We want to actually get your feedback on things. But then there's the other thing that happened. <laughs> my pitchfork is out. Okay, Ready? so like, I got hold on. Torches with no my debating. So, so, one, so Tuesday's update <laughs> came out, and Bungie. Just dropped a hot fix. They had the whole patch notes. Things looked natural. Things that needed to be fixed and the raids and whatnot, which made sense. But then the Bungie Help Twitter retweeted the patch notes and said, "Hey, so we missed something." And everyone's like, "What?" And it said that Lorely is be- Lorely Splendor Helm is being reduced in terms of its ability from Restoration Two to Restoration One. And at, like the whole freaking internet, it just set on fire <laughs> because this is an exotic that's been very controversial since um, since its release. And I want to explain why because you had a subclass of solar, a tree, because originally the solar subclass and all the other subclasses were based on tree systems, not what we have now with with the three And in the sunspot, Sol Invictus. Um, tree. There was a specific system where if you generated a sunspot, the Soul Invictus would give you a 20% damage boost while standing in the sunspot, along with healing property. So, when Laura Lee first dropped prior to the release of Solar 3.0, at first, it would just keep giving you a um, um like, like it would just continuously keep giving you a um, sunspot, like, every time you hit critical health. Then, like, in the, within the first week, they had to make a hot fix and be like, okay, 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 okay hold on. <laughs> now, it's gonna be based on your barricade energy. It isn't just whenever you hit crit, you get a, you get a sunspot. It's whenever you get hit crit and you have barricade energy available, you get a sunspot. And everyone's kind of like, alright, that's fine, cool. But then, <laughs> Anarchy set foot in the air when all the top PvP players started using Laura Lee in PvP with weapons like Ariana's Vow, with um, with Lorenz Driver, Ages. with um, friggin' the Luminarch, and they would do things where the 20% buff that the, 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 the Sunspot would give you would just off somebody. And they would just need to drop their barricade to cause that Sunspot to occur. And that became controversial everywhere. And Bungie just let it ride for a whole season because they knew Solar 3.0 was coming out. Enter Solar 3.0 where they remove the 20% buff from the entire subclass. It's gone. You can't even use it. It's, it's nowhere to be found. But Laura Lee now has been altered to where it gives you restoration times two versus every other thing with Solar Invictus that gives you restoration times one. And that is seen now as controversial because from a, from a from a PvP standpoint, you have people who are frustrated because they have to put in extra effort 
to kill guardians who have more health based on off of Laurel Splinterhelm. Then you have people in PvE who are saying, hey, it's busted, it's a crutch, you're able to tank stuff in, in dungeons and grandmasters and yada yada. And th- there's people on both sides of the table here who are very much like, it's not busted, it's, it, it didn't need to be nerfed. And then there's people who are like, oh, you just don't like your crutch being nerfed. And it's like, y'all, like, y- y'all kind of tripping because I will stand on my ground and say, I have accepted the nerf because there were some situations in PVE in certain raids where you literally could not be killed by a boss to wipe with your team. But then there's situations like Grandmaster Nightfalls where an enemy will just one shot you and then it doesn't even matter if you have Laura Lee. There was times we were doing Proving Grounds last season and Toll was walking around with Laura Lee. He would get one shot by a tank and it was like, oh, well, whatever. Like, it didn't freaking matter. It was so, brutal. I'd be sitting there the tank in the tank room. This thing would lower its gun at me. I'd be like, okay, I can dodge this. I don't dodge it, by the way. And it just smacks me in the face. That's why you snap everything out of the ceiling then, first. <laughs> right. Well, we did. Um, it's just... The tanks room. hurt. But then you have um, people like like people who pride themselves on breaking PvE who will go out of their way to solo dungeons, solo master dungeons, and use Lorelei as their tool to do it. So you have people who see these content creators doing this stuff with the exotic and say it needs a nerf. Then you have people who are used to a certain play style in, in PvP. I'm not, and I'm not coming for you two. I'm saying hunters in general in PvP have a bad habit of wanting to just run gun, shoot the shotgun, or shoot their three-tap their three hand cannon and think that should just do the job. And they're upset that their play style had to be altered because of Laura Lee's Splendor help. And they and didn't like it. Even though warlocks have rifts that do the same damn thing, <laughs> um, they, they saw that as a threat to their play style. So they would start using insults like, oh, you're using a crutch. You don't know what you're doing. That's the only reason why you're getting kills is because of Laura Lee. And in reality, they're just upset they have to change their play style. So now you have people in my comment section on Twitter right, throwing stuff at me. And I'm like, bro, I don't think it needed a nerf to begin with. I think I've accepted the fact that it had needed to be nerfed for the sake of the community because people were abusing it. but. That I, I feel like we need to stop just looking at the statistics of people abusing an exotic and then and then immediately doing something about it. Because look how long Stompy's reigned in PvP. What? <laughs> like actually look at look at the numbers in the PvP API, and you will see that Stompies were the most used exotic in PvP because it gave you an aerial advantage to the point that some players could not move their camera fast enough. To gain, like, to gain a level footing with you. And you could just shotgun them in the head. That was something that was done for a long time. There are multiple different exotics on multiple different classes that have been like, like shut down. And I will stick to my argument that Solar Titans have nothing now that makes them viable in PvP. It doesn't matter if there's neutral game exotics like Peacekeepers, One-Eyed Mass, etc., Solar Titans have nothing now in terms of solar exotics to benefit them in player versus player content. And, and like, 
yeah, Laurel Lee's a little bit viable in PvE, but you're going to see a lot less of it, I think. Um, Toll. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> I was the guy... I was ro- I literally rocked Laurel Lee from the start of Solar 3.0 until it got nerfed on Tuesday. Like, that was... He threw that shit in the trash like he was Andy dropping Woody off. Literally, I'm sorry, but it's like, if I gotta start find. It was more like, okay, this is nerfed. I gotta start finding other exotics to use. I gotta start testing stuff. And right now I'm doing a lot of testing with Arc 3.0 and Heart of the Most Light. And I know Heart of the Most Light's been out for a while and it's a very neutral game exotic. But for the way I, my play style, it works very well. The problem is I have to change my whole playstyle around this nerf because I used it for my playstyle. I very much was the Bonk Titan. How come how come but everyone then, else has to I guess, adjust their playstyle until it's you guys? Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. How come okay. I guess I think you just hit like the point of the nerf on the head that your entire playstyle revolved around a single exotic. It wasn't even so much the super or your build crafting or anything else like that. It was the fact that you just equipped that exotic and didn't have to really think beyond, not think, but you didn't like have to think about your loadouts. As you didn't have to the put in. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Which I think is why, I mean, because like at least they let you keep some of the restoration. I know. I think that obviously, like you said, changes your play style. But now, like, I don't think you really have to change it that much. You just might have to put a little bit more effort into figuring out how to build a system around Loyally now that actually, like, uses resilience or you use your barricades or, like, you use different things to still make it effective. And now you guys have to play, like, like you said, like, change it up. Not immortal. Well, and honestly, there there was something that I was kind of hitting on when we were doing a, Gar- a Garden of Salvation run last week, where with Lorelei now, it, like, and you guys just said it, it's not just a hey, now you get to throw it on and do whatever the hell you want. Like, it's a now you have to put it on, enjoy the benefit of it, but also build craft the way Bungie wanted you to. And because if you put like Well of Life, Melee Wellmaker, um, and a couple other things. You can make a build where you reap the benefits of Loralee, but also have benefits from other mods. So it, it's it's a catch-22. And also, there are situations um, that I even talked about recently where there was the new um, Hunter Exotic for Stasis, where it didn't need that hard of a nerf. And like, because the same, the same time both Exotics came out, Loralee and I think it's called Renewal Grasp, um, people were calling for both of them to be nerfed. But if anything, I think this would have been an opportunity for Bungie to start looking into how resilience affects your barricade regen. Because not only do you see ability regen from Soul Invictus, you can throw on two utility kickstart mods on your class item and have your barricade back in seconds. So I think that would have been a more interesting nerf to look at rather than nerfing the restoration, if anything. Because it would have had more of a dynamic like like a situation on the game of hey now you have to actually start utilizing your barricade because there's there, there's so many titans that i have met even when, we, when i first met toll that did not utilize their barricade and if you don't utilize your barricade in just basic content when you don't have loralee your ass is grass 
Like, there's nothing you can do. You just have to learn how to how to so, play without using a shield. I know because I don't use my barricade all that much when I do play my Titan because I forget it's there. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're used to running there. around and dodging everywhere. I don't even feel like I dodge that much. I actually don't even dodge that much. <laughs> yeah. Falcon can stay. <laughs> I mean, I actually, my hunter. When I, actually, when I play on Titan, I actually use more of the movement mechanics on Titan than I do on Hunter. Because really, the only. Dodge is a movement mechanic, yes. And the jumping, the way Hunter jumping is, is a movement mechanic in itself because it's so different than the other two. But on Titan, I just use Seismic Strike. And now with Thruster, I'm zipping around the map with two movement mechanics. I'm. Right. I'm zooming. He's zooming. So. <laughs> I mean, on my hunter, I'd say my dodge is when I'm using my because I've been loving Arc Hunter, by the way. Oh, it's it's a heck of I've a been lot of fun. Enjoying it mm -hmm. as a Bonk Titan, I'm enjoying myself just being able to just like, all right, I'm gonna dodge, get my melee. Oh, I have lethal current, so when I touch somebody with my powered melee, everything jolts and explodes. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I like think Arc Arc Three Pro on Titan is the most fun right now. Right, Arc 3.0 has the most benefits for Titan right now because like you actually have more dynamic things you can do. I but I at the, at the end of the day though, I think Lorley being nerfed shows where Bungie fucked up. And what I mean by that is something that I talked about previously in the podcast, where if anything, Solar 3.0 was mostly just a nerf for Titans when Solar Titans weren't even doing anything to begin with prior. Like, Melting Point wasn't really relevant as a tool in PvE anymore. Um, shoulder Charge had got nerfed already, so there's nothing going on with Shoulder Charge in general. Um, unless you did some crazy shit with Syntho Steps, a one-two punch shotgun in your bonk, the bonk didn't do anything, like, didn't really do anything in PvE content or PvP. And both supers weren't really good other than, like, general minor ad clear. Now... It's the same thing, just you can stand in sunspots with everything now and heal. Like, it's the same situation, so it really seems like Bungie was afraid to do anything with Solar Titans, and now because of the community backlash, they've had to nerf the only exotic that Solar Titans had, and it's like, what are Solar Titans going to do? And there's, there's, there's different content creators who live and die by the bonk strat, which is throwing the melee hammer with Synthoseps or Worm God caress and doing big damage. But I still vehemently say that Bungie didn't mean for you to make that a combination for content. They didn't want you to figure out that you could solo a boss with that kind of combination. And like to the point they tried to nerf that combination. So like I I, I worry for the future of the Solar Titan because of this and it's gonna become irrelevant once again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. I play more PvP than PvE because my take on Solar Titan is it's along with the new Arc Titan. It's one of the supers I'll actually avoid instead of challenging, depending on how good the person is with their throwing hammer or even the burning mall can be super effective. But in PvE, I agree they don't have a whole lot of versatility. But then you could talk about how Bungie is moving away from super damage to weapon damage. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to go. Yeah. So, so have... 
So, Prince, yeah. other than you being hateful about the, uh, about Laura Lee, how do you actually feel about the nerf? As somebody who doesn't have it and hasn't been abusing it, hasn't used it at all, and has only been a spectator to it being used, I don't really care. Um, I <laughs> well, no, and this I know that you guys have been like sneering at me because I've been laughing at you guys all week since it happened. Because this is coming from Hunter Maine with the Titan Brain. This is me coming to you guys as somebody who has watched and have been a part of fire teams where people are just like, oh, let me put my helmet on. It's fine. I'll get us through. We won't die. We won't wipe. We won't separate anything because I'm invincible. I'm immortal. Great. Good for you. But I play as somebody who has to adjust my play style every single season for whatever new mods come out that's going to make the best build, whatever new champion mods come out, you know, whatever favorite gun of mine they've nerfed into the floor and I have to find something new to use. Like, I am somebody, in my opinion at least, and if I'm wrong, somebody can tell me I'm wrong, I'm somebody who has always had to be a player that adjusts my play style. As a hunter, I can't think of a time where I've had an exotic that made me the same kind of immortal, unstoppable force that Lorelei has done for Titans. I It took me forever to get Omnioculus, which the... Inv- I'm about to say, yeah, Omni wants to talk to you about that. That doesn't make us immortal, though. It makes us invisible, which is, in my opinion, and because you always loop me in with these PvP main hunters, and I'm not that person. So I don't use Omnioculus in PvP because I don't... Well, I'm saying for PvE as well. Like, Omni is that good in well, PvE. Well, that's the thing. Is if it's really not, though. If you don't know how to... Or if you get yourself in a sticky situation, you don't know how to run before 100 resilience was the go-to thing. Omnioculus was nice, but it didn't guarantee that you were going to survive a really hectic encounter. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a really nice tool, but... I don't even think Omnioculus was on the level of Lorelei. And it took me a while to get it. And I would play with people who had it and insist that I had to have it. And so I have never, and I'm always going to be the person that goes back to like, haha, hunters were irrelevant, but I've never had personally. Well, like, and that's actually, that's actually an argument that we've talked about where like you, I, I will say this, I will rip on hunters and PVP. And I, I even said specifically like, Hey, I'm not talking to y'all. Like y'all, y'all have a point. Like y'all are specifically people who are good hunters that work your butts off in PVE, but you're not like hardcore PVP sweats that like cause problems. I don't no, know. No, and I, I used to like, be a, like, mind you, <laughs> the farther along that we get, the farther in the distant past this was. When I went through, when I was at my really lonely point, and I just needed the game to keep me alive and figure out what I was going to do. I went and looked at my quest board and almost all the quests I had outstanding were getting ritual crucible weapons because I wasn't going into crucible a lot. If I did, it was, you know, my friends dragging me, kicking and screaming and me just, you know, living on the bottom of the board. I went in and I grinded out like four of them in the span of two weeks. I got my revoker one kill at a time and by my friends King and Halo taking me into different maps and showing me like these are the sniper lanes, this is what you need to avoid until I was getting headshots off on my friend King who that were actually pissing him off and he has to be like, I have to remember that we're helping you. We're your friends and we're just trying to like make you a better player. Like you're not actually somebody in a random ass map shooting me out of midair. Like So I <laughs> used at one point and that's where you'll see a lot of my like trials clips or some of my crucible clips that I post online 
it was with me, with them, King and Halo, and us just going in as a three stack. Pretty sure nothing was going to happen, but I mean, I was, I was going into games of Rumble, crutching, clutching a vulture and um, oh god, Devil's Ruin, right? Vulture? Is that what the gun was called? It was. <laughs> Neither here nor there. I was going into games of Rumble with double uh, sidearms when I used to hate sidearms, winning games of Rumble by large margins. Like, I was going in and actually being feeling like I could put in the work and do the things. I thought myself as a pretty good Crucible player. That time has come and gone. I have not stepped into Crucible in quite a while anymore. But I'm still very much like, I have my play style. I'm going to take, you know, a, I'm going to take a scout. And I'm probably going to take in a sidearm because if I can't kill you at a distance, I would like you to get up close to me so I can put my drang to work. Like, and you can say, like, stompies were the thing that didn't get nerfed for, for forever. And you're correct. But also as somebody who used yep. stompies, being fast was one of the only things that we had. <laughs> and, like, I, I don't really play on Ark Hunter, especially in PvP, but I know that's, like, the best subclass for it now. And it usually takes people, like, grabbing me by the face in the idiot sandwich pose and being like, do this. It helps. Like, use this loadout. <laughs> because I had somebody do that not so long ago. They're like, oh, on your Ark Hunter, like, equip it, and I'll tell you all the things you should do, and they help. And then I use them, and they help. And I'm like, oh, hey, cool. I'm not your person going in with stompies at the speed of sound where you can't shoot me. Believe me, shotguns just know where I am. You don't even have to see me. You could shoot it at the floor, and it will still find me. <laughs> <laughs> so I will stand on my soapbox that I don't think hunters have had anything that is on the level of Lorely ever um, yeah. I think you captured that <laughs> yeah I think you captured that really well I think I mean, that's like, like from a PvP standpoint, you know like, like from a PvP standpoint I want to get with like how you feel Falcon because like I, I'll die on the hill that as someone who mains Boy Titan I kill Lorely Titans like it ain't no, ain't no big deal. Like, I whip out Crimson. I whip out a pulse rifle. I whip out even a hand cannon. I can pour a shotgun. I can put a Lorely Titan in the ground. Hell, I'm that motherfucker who will jump over your barricade and kill you. I am too. So, I, yeah, I think. I think... I <laughs> <laughs> so, it'd be nice to, like, see how you feel about this as a Hunter main, like, who, like when, when hunters are complaining about Lorely, mostly in the Man. comments. I think a problem the Destiny community has is we deal in absolutes a lot, um, meaning that like there is no gray area. When I say that Loyally needs a nerf, it's not because I'm getting stomped by it. It's just that it's frustrating when Solar 3.0, when it was that season two seasons ago, or last season, whenever that was, yeah. when you would go into a fight, you would both critical health each other, you'd both, you'd both crack each other, um, and then you'd both go out and heal. I think the most frustrating thing about Loralee was that um, that it was an unprocted instant heal. Restoration 2 would put you almost all the way back to the top. And uh, there, even if you were the better player, there was no out DPSing that recovery unless you were using one-shot weapons. But most of the time, that wasn't, at least for me, it wasn't the case. So I think in PvP, it wasn't the supreme reigning exotic, I agree. Like, you could counter it. That's what I mean by absolutes. Like, I'm not saying you couldn't counter it. Like, obviously right. you can. Um, yeah. I would do it all the time, too. Yeah. Um, 
but there were those instances when it was frustrating. Um, I think more of the nerf came from PVE content and how Priz said that, like, I do agree that hunters and warlocks have to change their builds season to season. But with Loralee for the past couple seasons, Titans could pretty readily rely on that and not really have to play with the season's gimmicks, kind of well, with and, the artifact. Yeah, and like I'll even throw like my like uh, something like that. Is that more of a thing of a fault of the of the exotic or the fault of Bungie not giving hunters and warlocks or even titans prior to Loralee something like that like the right toolkits to do the job because we've talked about on the podcast before that other than Obdioculus and even before Obdioculus came out hunters were irrelevant in high-end pvp content unless they were using aeon like you had no reason to bring a hunter into a grandmaster nightfall because they had no purpose unless you were trying to do like high dps with like like golden gun so like it feels more so like it's a problem of the build crafting not being where it should be than Loralee being the problem. Even Golden Gun was relevant for a while, but I mean, you had it in D1 or D2 when it first came out. You had to have it, and then you had to have Celestial Nighthawk. That that's what made it the best. You know, everybody wanted Orpheus rigs, so you would get them, and then they became irrelevant. You know, you wanted to have Raiden Flux for the extra making your uh arc super last longer and then we became relevant it just the it's become more and more stacked for warlocks and titans for the longest time and i will always say hunters are irrelevant even if things are starting to change but lorely it feels like that was a tool in your guys's box that warlocks and hunters haven't gotten the same kind of tools and i i it's i think it's a combination of the two of like hunters and warlocks not getting the same tools and also the game not really the the skill no, the difficulty level also not necessarily always being there i lost my train of thought about halfway through that <laughs> well, you're good no and i like, agree yeah i think it's, it's a little it, bit of both yeah because in in also where it becomes the problem of like Bungie not balancing the sandboxes because you have situations like where Stompies were so powerful in PvP, but then like because of different things they would give Titans and Warlocks to compete with Hunters, then Hunters would vehemently complain that they can't compete with Titans and Warlocks, but that would still be the most used class in Trials and PvP, and what ha- like because of that, but then but then Bungie would nerf those exotics like what I mask or what or stag or whatever. You would, you would see this ongoing thing going on where hunters now like hunters would stay idle until like like I think the most the most recent big nerf they had to eat was the community outcry for several seasons of shatter dive being a problem. But other than that, like hunters just ride versus Titans and Warlocks, where it feels like if even one thing gets remotely out of hand, we have to crack down before hunters lose their marbles. Like, I remember when when Nova Warp was big, that was had to get cut off real quick because that was out of hand. That's kind of a uh, the Nova Warp thing's kind of a bummer because it's still really effective in PvP, not so much PvE, but right. but no, I I think I've I know I think I've given a lot of thought about like, um, oh shoot, I lost <laughs> my train of thought too. 
<laughs> I will say that I disagree with you, Panda, only because as the person playing the Hunter class, it seems like anytime we get something super fun, it almost immediately gets nerfed because people complain. Can you give me an example in PvP? Shatter Dive. Shatter Dive reigned supreme for four seasons before it was it nerfed. It got multiple nerfs. It wasn't just one. Almost immediately yeah, it got after like five Shatter nerfs. Dive but it, but it, but it was still one of those one of those systems where it took having to be nerfed multiple times because people were abusing it I'll to challenge kill you, though, whole seasons, like like the kill whole squad. Problem or the shatter concept itself? Ooh, because okay. the reason it's now not a one shot is because they changed the shatter damage and not the shatter dive. Right. And so I see why the hunters got the brunt of the like because of it is because that way they built stasis for hunters is that their grenade time was almost up 100%, especially in PvP. So a they kind of got the they were kind of the face of the problem when really well, the problem was yeah. just shatter damage itself. And not only that, but also titans and warlocks got their stasis nerves very quickly. Like you saw. It's just Titans, like, use its plummet after okay. the first... You know I'm right. Like, Stasis Titans plummeted after that first nerf because they knew they were done. <laughs> I I agree. They, they said, oh, we don't have the time to really think about nerfing this right now, so we're just going to brick it, and we'll come back to that later. Right. Like, Stasis Titans, like, they're like, oh, you're, you're eating people off of maps. You're, like, just killing whole squads. Like, you're done. And warlocks are kind of still annoying, but it was very much like hunters got to fuck off. (laughs) They, I still think they're the most underused. I think that is one of the best PvP warlock supers to use. I think if people sleep on that, that's their problem. Honestly, so it's like it very much feels like hunters abused it because they were the ones that didn't like get hard nerfed from jump. So that's why it was so called upon to be nerfed. Because you would still see Shatter Dive be able to take out whole squads of Guardians in Trials in one go. You check one name yeah. and then death. <laughs> one of my first TikTok, my very first TikTok post was me wiping a squad with Shatter Dive at the beginning of a control That's match. That's <laughs> I I agree that it did need there there it did need to change. It just was unfortunate that people thought it was a hunter problem instead of like a shatter crystal itself problem i feel like right and then you have the situation of stompies recently where it just like that shit ruined the game for so many people that's one of the only things that we had yeah i i think one of the reasons i was most upset about the stompies nerf was because warlock and titans because of their burst glide if you were using it could outrun any hunter super besides their range supers. And right. I play Warlock quite a bit too, and I still felt like um, I could always catch up to hunters unless they were using Stompies, but the other classes could still evade me. So. See, but then I run into, into problems where you have maps like um, the one dark uh, Mercury map. Um, that's not Ultra Burnout, a burnout where you'll have a trials match and people will quite literally use stompies to jump into the corner of the wall and or or just people who will jump so high in the air prior to the aerial effectiveness nerf and before you even can flick your stick upward it's just death like you have no advantage you have no ability to counter it it's just death whether it's a fusion rifle whether it's a shotgun 
once they jump over to your head, that was the death. And it was like there was no way to really even evaluate it. Trials report API shows that 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 was the most used exotic. And if the argument is that's all you had, then that means Bungie needs to fix their exotics, not, oh, this isn't the most used exotic because it's powerful. Like Uh, it was powerful for you. (laughs) Yeah, I do agree that they jump over the head thing because like. I until I started playing with people who play on one, two through like five cents, I didn't realize it was that big of an issue because I'm always been a player through all FPS games playing at close to max sensitivity. So I never really had an issue with it until people were like, oh, it's actually an issue because people can just jump over me and then I can't even turn fast enough. And I was like, oh, that makes sense why it's getting nerfed then. Right. So um so, so how are you feeling after all this discussion since you've been very quiet for a moment? Well, you guys have been going on having a great discussion, so Well jump in, motherfucker talk. I, I I was letting the discussion go. I was actually enjoying listening actually, to it. Actually, I actually have more than uh, okay. a couple very nice to say. Going for it. And it's just I'm sitting here and I'm like, you guys are making great points. I really can't argue them because they all make sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Everything makes sense. Yes, I'm very upset my favorite exotic got nerfed. Because <laughs> I looked spectacular oh my. with Lorelei, and I, I put a build together that worked very well with Lorelei and complimented it. I, I mean, Destiny fashion is endgame content, so... Right. right. <laughs> I had set myself up, looked nice, had... I finally was getting into a motion with how I was running my solar build, Warlock, yes, was a part of it. It wasn't my crutch. It really did help when I was just running in there and bonking everything. But it's just... You can do that now with Synthoseps, Toll, because that's what Clyde told you to do. Even though I think Clyde is one of the people who abused Bonk too much. Like, it's fine. Synthoseps, yeah, but I think I'm going to try and find something else. Or I might just keep Lorelei on, honestly. I swear, you're the only person that says Lorelei, and I want to just, like, smack you with, with, a, with, a, with a Titan hand. Is that not what it is, Lorelei? It's Lorelei. Maybe Lorelei, maybe Lorelei, but like, you're the only person that says Lorelei, and I just like... I say Lorelei. <laughs> oh, wait, okay, okay. In my brain, that's how that's how I sound it out, so that's how it's coming out. Wait, Fair if enough. we're talking about pronunciation, can we talk about how you said say linear oh, instead of linear? I haven't brought that up at all for a while. <laughs> it, honestly, I just think it's how it's... Sorry. Back Call me out. <laughs> it's just, I love that. I um, just, no, I enjoy it. As, people's accents so that's why when i because i'm i'm from northeast not not massachusetts so that's I have fair more, my accent is more oh, i don't my. pronunciate my the end of the syllables of my words a lot though that's what i will not allow you to get away been. with is how you say synco passion instead of synco patient <laughs> I will it's not let you get away with it. I said when I looked at the gun, I sounded out in my head, so and that's what I came to. Jesus. Like as somebody who literally went to school for communications and music, when when I heard you say Cinco Passion" for the first time, I legit did a double take and was just like, "What? What did you just say to me?" Um. Okay. Right, so like, I feel like we what have... I was saying. Oh yeah, go for it. It's just. What's up, Bruce? Oh, I was going to say, Google also says it's Lorelei. <laughs> Lorelei. I've already forgotten which we were saying is which whenever it was. Eh, it but it's just... I understand Wait, so is it, it Lorelei or Lorelei? Lorelei? Apparently it's Lorelei. <laughs> okay. Which I find hilarious. 
but it's just it hurts to see an exotic I I loved and I put a lot of effort into putting into my build go away. <laughs> it just feels like I spent a whole season perfecting my craft because I built my whole build around solar. I made sure I didn't use any seasonal mods, and those were just a bonus because I wanted to be able to use mm -hmm. this this season Outside of season plunder. Yeah, I wanted to, I built it for King's Fall. And so maybe I, it's it's time for you to actually like put more into things like well mods to augment with more. Oh, this was this was a well well build with my whole build is I use wells to pro so I can proc up uh charge with light so right. that I can have protective light. That was the whole thing. Oh um... So my melee well maker, bonk something, get a well, pick it up. Now if I when I get reach Lorelei I I heal, and I have resistance. I don't know if you knew this or not, but protective light doesn't really work anymore. It works enough. It, it's just ten percent instead of thirty, which is stupid. Right. Yeah. Okay. You did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. Fair. I know it. I know it doesn't. Okay. I'm still insulty but... about that nerf because that that nerf yeah, felt so yeah. unneeded. It was like, hey, um, and like I will still remember the twab where they said it. They said because it's such a high demand mod. So hey, Bungie, why, why don't you just just give it to people the way you did right. with the gift of thunder recently where you gave yeah. people stacks on stacks and in elemental charge and whatnot oh right. no you don't want to do that you're just gonna nerf it okay that makes but it's just i made my build and it was i was trying to i still haven't figured out a way to get it but now i might actually be able to or i'm gonna get be able to have other well mods on to build up that build now but it was just around being able to resist enough so i could get enough health back with Lorelei. Mm. And I think it'll still work. It, the build still is viable. It's just not going to be the same amount of health. And it's just my anger, my reaction to seeing some my favorite exotic getting nerfed, and that anger that comes with that is understandable. Yeah. And like I will still say that it felt very out of left field. It felt very like yes. why. But I will say that I understand, especially when there were multiple times where we were standing in King's Ball and had to literally take off the helmet yep. to die to yeah, wipe. Yeah. So, so like I will eat it, but I will say I'm not happy. That's, that's yes, where I'm going to end. I agree with that. I'm not happy. My build still works, but it's just not the same. And I'm just okay. Like, I, like I feel like I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm like uh, Mr. Incredible's boss from Incredibles, where I'm like, I'm not happy. About that. <laughs> I'm not happy. Like that's that's how I feel. That's where I have to leave. That it's just I'm not happy, Bob. Now um, I want to quickly before we end off. I want to quickly touch on the TWAB. That's why I, I, the TWAB is next. TWAB, TWAB is definitely next because like there's one more thing and then the TWAB. So you're good. Well, like, it's, okay. it's part of the docket. Um, Priz, is there anything else you want to leave on? Because I know we, I know I kept cutting you off. Right, what, what what's that gift for? Oh, we're just talking about Lorelei. <laughs> this is this is why having discord mid mid uh podcast is nice <laughs> but, um, just sent a, a, a gif that says just well that's, that's too bad, too bad. <laughs> it's like as a hunter main i can that's it's funny because it's just seeing it from a hunter main, <laughs> i i, I would, right. if you guys um, want to feel what i'm talking about take an entire season and just be a hunter just, just... With your guys' a shitty jump, I could never. Um, <laughs> Actually, it's the second best jump. It's not that shitty. 
I will say that. I will say that Warlock is the worst jump in the whole game, and I like I will die on that it, hill. It, it's because of the physics mechanics. That's yes. it. It's the way it's programmed. You have to, to jump work. again at the highest point, otherwise it. you're just floaty boying into the abyss. You're floating downward to your demise. It's so dumb. But okay, so the other thing that kind of had everybody up in arms this week, I felt like Falcon probably heard about this too, is but they, they they talk about it in the TWAB. So we'll have to scroll midway through the TWAB real quick to talk about it. Bungie came out and said, hey, so um, we see you guys are quitting your matches a little too much, even in control. Um, so we're going to add a quitter penalty to, contr- to control. And everyone's like, uh, huh? Oh, no, you actually have and- to play the game. Now, Which is here, like a staple to all PvP games that there's quitter penalties, right? And like, I and then True Vanguard put out a, a video that I was kind of like, because you cut. They threw the other wrench into into the situation where it's like, hey, like he was like, yo, I got, I got a sick dog, I got kids, I got a wife, like I got all this other stuff going on, and I'm like, yo, I feel you, but like, it it, it can it can be annoying, especially with now with um skill based matchmaking going on. You have people who are like just dropping out the minute they see a six stack. You have people who drop out and they don't they, they see a map they don't like. And that can be a problem. So it's like you need especially like I think, especially for Iron Banner, there needs to be one. Control uh, like I, I I'm torn on control. So control feels like I I, I can understand, but at the same time. Bungie needs to work on their coding or at least give you more of a timeout timer because if you need need to run out and handle something and come back, that's cool. But like, I'm torn on this argument because I understand the real life 9 to 5 stuff where you gotta dip sometimes, but like... uh, Part of it for me is a time management thing on your side. Also, if you've gotta go, obviously put the game down and do whatever you gotta do. Like... But I've I have played the game. I have been ditched by people. I've had people straight up leave because people are stealing my kills. I don't like playing this match. Or just I don't leave Falcon. That's something you'll know about me. I don't leave for anything. I I, have, uh, I also don't leave. I will stick out a one v six too. I so. have left, <laughs> and this was recent. I have left a match one time, and it. I remember you talking about that. That was one of the first And it was Iron Banner of last season with Rift. And I came around a corner, first game of the brand new season, and there were multiple snipers looking straight at me, and I got deleted. And I couldn't do anything for like the first couple of times I res. And I was like, fuck it, I'm leaving. I'm already having a bad day. I'm not having fun. I'm just leaving. (laughs) Yeah. So like, yeah, and for as you as someone who's more PvP oriented, like because I, I I swept my deck off in Trials and Iron Banner, but like I I, I as I want to see your opinion on this because it is a very interesting situation for Bungie to finally like sling the, the like the stamp on it and say yeah even Control has a quitter penalty now. Yeah, I mean that's tough. I Control is a pretty casual game mode. I I play Apex a lot too, and I can't remember if Apex has a quitter penalty for their casual games. They do not. But um, they don't. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I understand it in like Survival, Trials, Iron Banner, but Control seems like they're it's like a 
testing ground for it. But then again, isn't it in all their game modes now too? Once it comes back online, because it's offline right now, because they're having really bad connectivity issues. So, well, that's the other thing too. People were saying they're like, "Hey, if my connectivity is so bad that I legit get like we have people in our clan that we joke around with and say they have McDonald's Wi-Fi, if they just get kicked Classic. from a match, <laughs> and now they're getting clear penalties because just the the internet in their area isn't good." Like, I remember when there was, like, back in the day when Sony first said the PS4 was going to be online all the time. Like, that's not feasible for some people. Like, no. if your internet in your area isn't good and you get kicked and you get a, a, a quitter penalty for that, that's that's not all you. <laughs> you can't appeal that. No. You can't, yeah. Like, it, it sucks. I was going to say, I think there's a line to draw with quitter penalties, but I don't think it's in public matches like Control. Yeah. And like I, I I get where Bungie's head's at, and this twab was very weird because they're like, "Yo, we 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 see there's an increase. That's why we did it." But like, True Vanguard's is something that I kind of identify with, but I don't always agree with him. He kind of he said maybe we shouldn't be looking at oh people are quitting. Maybe we should look at why people are. quitting. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, like. Hey, we don't like this map because y'all haven't y'all have haven't put any new maps in besides um uh the the new Throne World map. You brought a couple maps back in rotation that hadn't been there in a while, like Eternity and and the, the Dreadnought and um um uh Bostock. But like other than that, like it took like I think it was a couple years for a new PvP map, and people weren't really happy about that. And I was like, "Yo, they're getting away from 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 uh from Activision. They need time. Cool, cool, whatever." Yeah. But like, it reaches a point where the community's frustrations with PvP made sense. Yeah, I think the only bone they need to give PvP get rid of <laughs> get rid of uh quitter penalties, add map selection at the end of every match, and every PvP player will forever be happy. Let them pick the map they're playing next, and I don't think people will care whatever they do with They'll PvP. Every every time they do one thing, <laughs> something else becomes a big, big point of contention. Yeah, yeah. I just it's not. I think the only thing that saves me when I play Destiny is that when I play PvP is that it's not a PvP game and I just always have to remember that that it's a PvE game and mm-hmm. I'm even lucky I get to play PvP as an extension of it. I wish more people That's what people see that I'm Yeah, like it's, it's not a PvP more people saw it that way because I hear a lot of the PvP community every time something a change happens and they don't do something with PvP and it's specifically PvE related, you know, they scream and cry and kick their feet talking about how, you know, XYZ hasn't been done for the PvP community yet. But then when we do make changes, they complain. And it is a PvE game. Mm -hmm. And it will always be. That's where the storytelling is. Yeah. It's like for like there's so many people who were kind of like in my content like comments uh, when I was saying things like hey these exotics need to be but like be looked at and whatnot they're like bro just use your guns you don't need your abilities I'm like bro this isn't Call of Duty like you can't look at this like Call of Duty and act no. like our complaints aren't valid like this is Destiny two yeah like I think... it's a whole other ball game. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't think Destiny PvP will... I mean, there's a reason there's no competitive scene in Destiny is because you're taking a super whimsical, fantastical game setting and you're going to try to squeeze it into a PvP setting and get something that resembles any type of PvP. There's like zero chance that it's ever going to make sense. Agreed. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at a lot of the, the big PvP games... Like, I, I have heard Overwatch talked a lot about, not as much anymore, but I used to. Apex, uh, Fortnite, all these different things. As a person that really enjoys the PvE side and the storytelling, you never hear about those characters' backstories. I know all the operators in Apex, like, I know that they're supposed to have backstories, but I never hear people talk about them. They only talk about the shooting no, and the killing. Nobody cares. So I don't, I don't think that would be viable yeah. in Destiny. No. I think PvP is just a thing. I think it could be different, but I think it's just uh, always going to be an extension. We should just feel fortunate that we get to play against people in a PvP setting. At least setting. Until, the, until after the final shape. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and then they're going to make their offshoot Bungie game and nobody's going to play Destiny PvP anymore. Right. <laughs> Okay, so Toll, what what do you specifically want to focus on with the TWAB? Because like the the matchmaking stuff and the and the Iron Banner stuff, that's not really like really that big of a deal. I know we we touched on like the, like if, you, if we could talk about the map wing stuff and like how I definitely feel like Cathedral of Dusk is gonna be the, the trials map tomorrow. But like that that's all. I just wanted to do some housekeeping TWAB stuff. That's all. Are you excited for Fall Guys to get Destiny skins? Eh. I don't really play <laughs> Fall Guys that much. But yes, Fall Gu Destiny skins are coming to Fall Guys. Uh, the bigger <laughs> news I'm excited for, next Tuesday, like four, in oh. four days, next Tuesday reset, we are getting a Master King's Fall. It, it feels set. so soon. Like, it does. It, does. Like, 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 it, it feels so out of left field. They're like, hey, Tuesday, it's here. Like They, they did not do that with Vogue. We had prep time, damn it. Like, this feels weird. But it's 1,600 power cap. So that, is, so that tells me exactly where GMs are going to be this season. 1,610, probably. 1,600 exactly. or 1,610. About I mean, there. Master Pirates right now is 1,600. Yeah, which makes sense. So that's where GMs would be, but... Though, in regards like to this... Me, um, Master King's Fall. Go ahead and finish what you're saying. Week. Go ahead and finish what you're saying. Until I haven't even cut you off before I go. Just for those interested in finishing the seal, like me, doing all sorts of that stuff. Yeah. Next week is the start date you have for a while to finish it. So I'm not worried about getting it done next week. I know I have plenty of prep time. I know it's going to be out there, and I have enough time to watch videos and do my prep for. Can it. we talk about how um uh hippie in the TWAB, reps orcs is in the back squad. Can we talk about that? Like, hell yeah, Oryx is in the back squad. Oryx is in the back squad. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I'm not touching, I'm not going there. Every, I am my personal Every time on this I topic, do a King's Fall, I'm not going there. Somebody ever, brings it up and all. told us, we don't talk about that in here. 
we'll we'll see. What's funny is because Toll likes to bring it up with me, and then I say we don't talk about it. So now he started doing it with other people, and I'm like, oh, you think this is funny now? Okay, yeah, no, yeah. I did it with you, and you said not to do it, so I'm respecting that. Well, if no, because I, I do it dramatically. Like I, really, I can really give a shit, but I, I say it dramatically. Like, bro, well, we're I'm not doing, doing it now because at this point, I don't care anymore. I just want to <laughs> run the raid. Let's just let's just all agree that we don't but talk about Bruno and move on. Let's just all agree that Oryx no. is in the back and move on. Okay, um, but no, here's what I'm gonna say about the, about the raid. Um, I, I feel like I should have said this before um, contest mode came out for King's Fall originally. As somebody who did Fate Breaker Seal the season that it came out during season of the Splicer, folks, and especially because someone in our clan right now is actually DMing us uh, in, our, in our Discord talking about trying to finish Vault of Glass uh, Master. People need to reset their expectations when it comes to doing high-level content. Right. And I'm going to put on like my slightly elitist Datto hat for a second and go, hey, I understand that you really want to do this content. I get it. I, I, I get it. But like, if you walk into this encounter with a 1560 build or a 1570 build and your shit isn't like tight like we even had someone um tuesday or wednesday in our clan who had like 70 resilience and they got their butt kicked by totems by effing totems in king's fall the first encounter like you need to understand that with this content there is going to be hard mother effing stuff like you are going to be one shot you are going to be frustrated you're gonna want to quit, and if you don't redial your expectations and don't start like grinding high stat armor and getting things like that, you're going to hate this. That's why it's called Master because like Bungie has made this content for the people that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, the top, 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 top people, the like zero, the point zero 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 one percent of the Bungie community. So, like, and this isn't me gatekeeping. I want to make that very clear. This is not me gatekeeping. This is me trying to warn you that the game is going to literally go, you need to, like, pull out your big dick and start using it. Or you're, or, or you're going to hate yourself. Like, you need to, like, put your mind to work and prep yourself. And, like, there's going to be a lot of people who say, yo, this feels unfair, I have a 9 to 5, I can't grind the whole season pass, plus another 100 levels to go into this, and there comes a point where you gotta fully admit to yourself that maybe that content isn't for me, because I can't reach the echelon this season. Maybe next season, when the, when the light cap kind of shifts a little bit, because it does that, but like, you need to prep your expectations, because the same thing happened with Master Vogue, same thing happened with oh, Master Bow. You're going to be, yeah. See, even Priz, because Priz went and tried to change the Master Bow seal. Yeah, like, they're almost done. I am two away, and it's not my fault that I can't get a fucking Lubrace ruin to drop. It's because they put. It's because they, they they threw Vow into the rotation. No, I no, gotta no. wait. Glyph to glyph uh, on exhibition, which is killing the glyph keepers within five seconds, and I need the fucking glaive to drop, and I have it. I'm done. I've got my master challenges done because I have a great group to run with that they were just like if we do it now you'll have it done before the power cap goes up and so i just i'm too too too, too away 
So it's like, yeah, no, like, like I don't, I don't want to discount what you were saying. It's just like, like that's a great, like Pris can tell you, Toll like got a kick in the ass when, like, because there was Val, I was helping a friend get some stuff, and it kicked my ass because I even told wake, him that was my wake up call. Yeah, and so I... <laughs> when I say that next week it's coming out and it's not a big deal for me, and I'm gonna prep and watch videos, I mean that's what I'm doing. Mm. I'm gonna go in, do my research. No, I already know the encounters enough, but I want to get them down better. So when I move to master, I already know the mechanics. I know the flow. I know what to do. I know the strategies. I know exactly where the champion spawn, what I got to kill. Yeah, right. there'll be hiccups because there always are in Destiny 2 raid runs, but I want to be prepared to my very best now, no matter what. Because it was so funny because I was like, yo, you're, you're about to get your dick kicked in. And he was like, no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. And like quite literally just doing ad clear for master caretaker woke <sighs> this man's up. And it was like, oh, shit. Like he he realized that it isn't about having the best resilience, the best build. It's have the best resilience, have the best build, have your light up, have your brain calibrated to be ready for this shit to kick you in the dick. Like there's that like that Dragon Ball Z abridged joke of Vegeta getting kicked in the dick, you're gonna get kicked in the dick a lot by this. And if you don't prepare yourself, you're gonna hate it, and you're gonna be mad at Bungie. You're gonna be like, why is Bungie making this hard of content? Because they made it for the people that want that hard of content. It's not to say you're lesser for not doing it, and like, you're not ready for that. It's called, get. Like, let's say, I don't, I don't wanna say get good, because get good has horrible connotations because of things like Dark Souls and this community. I want to say work on embettering yourself that way you're ready for when it's time check for you to go into that. What I would say to Adam. Yeah, check your, as though I started with check, like recalibrate your expectations. And to add on to that, set goals for every season. Like this season, for me, it's getting the King's Fall Seal done. That is my goal. And that is what I'm working towards. I'm powering myself up, getting ready, because I'm going to have to run Master every week to get every challenge done. Oh. So i got to be <laughs> on my A-game to run that. Next season, it's to prep for Lightfall. And get ready for that. That's all next season's about. Oh. <laughs> so it's like... Oh, it's so soon. It's so weird. Set your goals and expectations for at the beginning of, of the season, or midway through the season. So that What you want to do. If you want to go run a GM for the first time, power yourself up, get ready for that, go for it. I will be here to help you the whole way through. I'm taking one of our clan mates and I'm helping him prepare and everything for GM content because I want to bring him through. The kid's ready. He plays enough. He just needs to help get the, the going the right direction. the kid I'm thinking he's very salty today about Lorelai. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's who you're thinking of. I play Falcon, with him a lot. Do you have any thoughts on Master Race? Yeah, yeah. I've that. actually never done a master raid. Oof. Oh, yeah. Do you wanna? <laughs> we'll I would you. love to. Yeah. So no, you know, we'll actually, work on just that. like Cole was saying, it's set expectations for yourself. That was part of my goals for this season was to actually reach a power level before things start dropping. Because I mean, I have beef with time gating and gatekeeping through power levels, but. Since it's not going away anytime soon, this season was my season to level up and actually try master raids. So I, 
I have said this to one of our okay. clanmates who is also chasing Disciple Slayer Seal and is currently being held hostage by the fact that you can only do Master now and it is the weekly rotation. Master <laughs> Vow, to me, was taking my first worst experience of exhibition and just cranking it up a notch. And I ran my four weeks of doing it on Master for my challenges. I did it with a team who almost all had, I think they all have Disciple Slayer. They have it down pat. They know every single thing from every single direction. And I love them all to death. I've known these people for years from before D2. I met them through my partner. And I just, oh. I've, I've told Yukon I love her to death that I will help her in any way that I can getting Master Vow done. But in the back of my brain, all I can think of is I would rather eat my own foot than go back into Master Vow because it is such a pain in the ass. I get my ass kicked sometimes at normal acquisition, and then you throw more champions and shields into the mix, which just further limits what you can do. Oh, yeah. And it's, I was lucky enough on Master Caretaker <laughs> that they had me running um, for the challenge. So I just had to go in and get a symbol at a time. But I had a friend who went, we all know I'm running DPS or I'm running ad clear because I've got the setup for it. And just, ugh, right. fucking Master Vow. Master Rook is easy. Point, you just run Master a... Rook like you run regular Oh, Rook. yeah, no. But Master, all the other Masters, especially Caretaker for the ad clear and Exhibition. Ugh. Like... <laughs> <laughs> And like I'll I'll keep it a buck. There was somebody who um who was who used to be in our clan that straight up one time when I when I showed them that I had the Fate Breaker seal and I told them I got this the season it came out. And I'm and like they were they were super hungry, they wanted to do Master Vogue, they wanted to go get the shotgun. I'm like, dog, this is gonna be a, a pain in the butt. You're gonna hate your existence. And they're like, No, I no, I won't. I just did the normal challenge in the normal version with somebody else. It's going to be super easy. And I'm like, bro, you don't even know. Like when Master <laughs> Vogue first came out, like I kid you not, I joke about this to this day where I went into a Master Atheon to go grab another chance of the shotgun, which I still haven't got the gun. And um, I went in with my bubble build tuned to the nines. I had 100 resilience, 100 recovery, 100 intellect. Like, all my protective light mods were on. I was ready to go. I had my plug one to kill all the arc shields. I had my pulse rifle to break everything else. I had my, I think, I think we were doing rocket launchers at that point, or it was, it was Lanier or something like that, or grenade launcher or something. I forget. And it was like, I had my perfect bubble build to be support. And I kid you not, there was two well warlocks and um, there was two well warlocks and three thunder crash titans. That literally said, we don't need your bubble. We don't need bubble at all. All, fi all five of these dudes said, we don't need your bubble. We're going to kill Atheana B5. I sat in my bubble and watched all five of these idiots die because they thought they were going to survive. Three of the three Titans thought they could Thunder Crash Master Atheon when it first came out and lived, which that's funny. <laughs> And uh, and this was pre this was pre well nerf before I think Solar 3.0 or the season before Solar 3.0 where well was even more busted. The, these warlocks thought they could stack their wells and survive Atheon shooting them in the face. 
and they died. And it was like, wow. So my bubble looking pretty good right about now, right? And like they they legit all like like when I said that, they all left the fire team. And I was sitting in Master Atheon by myself. Like that tells you that you need to reset your expectations and understand that this content will kick your butt. It will beat you sideways 10 days to, side, to Sunday. And it's not to make you mad. It's to challenge you. Like, it really does feel like some Dark Souls shit. Where, like, their bullet sponge ads, their elemental shield ads, the Atheon will, or freaking Oryx will kick you in the dick. Like, it's gonna suck. But if, once you recalibrate and you tune yourself to do the content, you will feel so rewarded when you get that shit. I, think I would like to yeah. say one thing. Go, Go for it. Continue off of that. War yeah, Priest is going to be hell. Oh. Oh. Thought, like War, I think War Priest is going to be just as bad as Day One Contest mode. So this will be new for me because I yes. didn't do Day One if War, War Priest. Pri- I just know that he still gets bagged for his Day One. I didn't either. We got stuck on totems. I've only, it's literal. I've only heard firsthand accounts of being there. How bad it was. <laughs> So go. This is just from like re uh, listening to Sticky talk about it, listening to other people talk about it through TikTok and YouTube, and it's just War Priest is going to be a nightmare. War, but the, the fact that War Priest was your damage check for contest mode should already be your concern. Like it's the same way that Gatekeeper was the was the was the um was the dam the, the damage checkpoint for Master Fog, where you had to literally send. Three stasis warlocks in one portal, and a, and a stasis warlock and a and a, and a, a bubble titan into um the other portal, and just push the freaking minotaurs off the ledge to accomplish the goal because there was no other way to kill the praetorian and the wyvern at the same time. Otherwise, like that was the only way to do it. <laughs> so just, that tells you right there that we have to think outside the box to accomplish our goals this time. So when I am saying take the time to do some research, watch a bunch of videos, and plan a build, I mean it. I yeah. really mean it. Like we're not saying it to be it. We're, me, me. We're not we're saying don't do the content. Make you we're better. Saying prep for the content. Yes, that is what I I want us. That's what I'm emphasizing, and that's what I'm going to be preaching. Prep for content. Yeah. Prep for the worst outcome. Prep yourself. Make sure right. you have the mods. Check 801. Ha- get something that checks 801 or every day for you. Or just join our clan and people yes. will yell at you and tell you when to grab mods. That too. That too. Unless you're... Yes, that too. Because we literally, like, whenever the bot tells us, we're like, yo, Unless you're yo. a dinosaur like me and you've yep. had all the mods forever because you've been on this game for 2,500 hours. <laughs> Listen here, you old person. We don't got time for, 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 for you to tell everyone you're old. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, folks, but no, um, this has been a really good episode, I feel like. Um, we, Falcon, we really appreciate you being on. You've been amazing. It was really fun. Um, you definitely allowed to come back if you don't hate us. No, this was really fun. We would love to have you back, and the conversations were incredible. Even though I was kind of sitting in the background this episode listening, it was a lot of fun just being a part of that conversation. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a lot of fun. All right, sweet. But uh, is there is there anything that you want to like leave the folks with as your final statement? Closing thoughts. Um, yeah, close, we always have closing thoughts. Yeah, I think 
I think I like the check the expectations conversation. I think we could extend that even further into how we view Destiny as a game in whole. And I think people need to take a step back and realize that the game we have is amazing as it is right now, and there are things we might want to change. But no matter what, it brings a lot of people together in a community that wouldn't exist without the game. So, well yeah. All right. Excellent. I could um, not say that better. That was... Well, told too bad. It's your time to have a closing statement. I already said mine. Mine was check your set up. My all right. If I my I will reiterate my statement of set goals. That's been helping me a lot this season with just running content and everything is just setting my goals because I'm a big fan of King's Fall. I loved that raid and getting to see Oryx again. I know everyone makes fun of me for pulls jokes for me ragging being on horny for orcs being, but I really am I'm sorry that man just looks <laughs> so good I'm just like when I first saw him I was just in awe of how well they redid that room and redid him I was just so yeah I am horny for oryx oh my God. and I wanted to get that seal that is my <laughs> what I want to do Chris, other than uh, uh, what is your statement? Other than other than Toll being horny for uh, I was just gonna um, build kind of off of what Toll said in the set goals for yourself. Personally, I set like I my goal every season is just to get to one hundred, unless I find something else that I really want to do. I started chasing Disciple Slayer after I had been out for a while because I had reached one hundred and I needed something to do. Um, Setting goals is good. Also, taking a break is important. Giving yourself the grace to do so. I know FOMO is terrible in this game, especially as far as like cosmetics and everything changing in the Eververse store every single week and the next big thing always seeming to come out right away. Give yourself the grace and the okay to take breaks when it's necessary. Also have a small announcement. Because of my new job, I may be scarce around the podcast for a while. Um, I wasn't even technically they were I wasn't supposed, to be, technically this supposed week. to be here today. I was supposed to work until 11 o'clock my time, but my boss gave me the day off. Um, so I will be scarce. Once I get into my regular schedule, I will probably be here every other week. But I will try to get here as much as I can. So if any of you want to talk to me, as Philip DeFranco says, if any of you beautiful bastards want to talk to me, you can hit me up on TikTok. You can hit me up on the game. I'd love to play with you. I don't know where it's going to fit into my life right now trying to get sleep, but <laughs> like everyone is welcome. Like <laughs> I've said it before, let like help me help you. Let me help you love this game like I do. And don't be a stranger because I love talking to people usually. <laughs> usually they say, okay. Um, but all right, cool. Uh, my closing statement is hashtag RIP Lorelei. Um, Div don't need no nerf, but like we can talk about it. Um, and you know, like legitimately, don't take the information that we're saying to mean that we're trying to keep you. I need to emphasize that more than anything. We're trying to make you better. We're trying to t- we're trying to give you the information you need to hear. That way, you can be better at things. So we'll leave you with that. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in this episode of Cosmodrome Radio. We will catch you star side. Peace. Love you. Bye. See you, Guardians. <laughs> <laughs>